0: Welcome back. This is episode forty-one. Cindy, what is and the title of this episode?
1: I was going to ask you because yeah. <laughs> I already <laughs> forgot. No, fine, it's uh, "Portals to Hell." Woo! No, oh, it's not. No, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's the name. Of the... No, we just talked about with Jack. Oswald. Oh my god! I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> It's it's actually Shit. portals to portals. the paranormal. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's okay, and we were just talking about that, so Yeah, that's fine.
0: I'm Cindy. I'm Gabriella. I'm Andrea. And we are Manas. Haunted Haunted this week, um, portals obviously is our theme. So I'm doing research today. Unless do you guys have anything to say or can I get right into it? Cause I just have a question. Researcher. I
1: know you were the one that like suggested portals, mm-hmm. so why? Agree. I, 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 I will get into that.
0: I will get into a little bit later oh, into my okay. research. So I got. Your okay, answer I'm gonna later. get
1: into this cocktail
0: because. Okay. I hate it. Yes, you do. So, portals. To start off, um, I did a bunch of different research, and I have a couple different sources that I found. Damn, I'm scroll- I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through my document. This is really long. <laughs> I didn't realize how long my research was, but it's okay. It's all right. So I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna credit the research where it's due. Okay. To start off, like I wanted to first see like kind of the history of portals, and there's no definitive answer as to where or how portals were first created it's kind of just like always been around but we we know they exist in our world because
2: but which
1: but i'm sorry to interrupt but no that's fine i feel like in my when i think about portals i feel like that was like from the beginning of time yeah right like yeah there's this world and then like the afterworld so mm-hmm. ever since the those two were created boom i bet you that like that's when portals were created you know a a a an energy force in between the two.
0: Right, exactly. But like the thing is, because they could have been around for much longer because the there are different like portals. So I'm typically just focused on like the paranormal aspect of the portals, like spiritual portals. But there are theories of portals that lead to another like world, another dimension, which could include the spirit world um, or even to mm. the past or present. Right. Oh. And so that also ha- all has to do with like a bunch of like different theories and different like s- sources of energy, for example.
1: That can go so, down like a rabbit hole. Yeah. Like, if it's not just a afterworld like dimensions, woo. That's, yeah. It's like that's trippy. Right. So that's why I was like,
0: I, because I was going down the rabbit hole, and I was like, I need to get my mind back on track. So I fo- focused mostly portals to the spiritual realm. Spiritual okay. realm. So by definition, a portal is a gateway or link to another realm or plane of existence. I found on the website called the Superstitious Times that a portal is a geographical location or a human conduit, such as a medium, that would allow lines of communication or a path for spirits to move from one side to the other and contact the living. All right? What? So, did you like is a medium a portal? Yeah, because sh- that's that can be a, a form because that's how spirits are able to communicate with this plane of existence.
2: The connection.
0: Yes. Or when, for example, God forbid, someone, a spirit or demon takes over a body and that is their way into this realm that they're using that human as their own portal. Yep, which makes
1: sense. Which is what I see. I thought mediums open portals so the spirits could cross over. At least that's what I see in a haunting all the time. You know, I mean, um, it could.
0: That's the thing. But, uh, it's not like they necessarily, Well, they oh, because the energy that mediums have, uh, oh, not the energy. I, I understand. Like, they can see things we can't. For example, or like right. they feel so things. their so-
1: own energy force.
0: I don't know about that, but I know they can detect energy, different energy sources. So like when people feel like the cold air, like you can you can feel like a ghost around you. Um that or that like you can feel a portal around you, for example. When it, in the research that I found, it says like mediums are able to detect some like some I should say not all like portals and they're able to like help guide spirits through those portals or like force them through the portals to get them out if that makes sense this is just like kind of like the rabbit hole I was going into but I yeah it's really interesting it's like because there's so many different theories and obviously there's no definitive answer for anything like when it comes to like the spiritual realm and like especially portals because it just goes on and on and on so that's where I read like they can humans can be portals in the sense that Spirits are able to manipulate them or ask them to help communicate. Like when New Jersey medium, what is it? Long Island medium. She's able to communicate with spirits and bring their loved one's peace, for example. Here I thought Ouija boards were the OG portals. (laughs) Well, they're not. They probably, I mean, they are because Ouija boards have been around for so long as well, but they're not necessarily OG
2: they're just like, a different form.
0: Exactly.
2: Communication.
0: Exactly. Yeah, like a tangible item. Right. Portals. Right. Yeah. Okay. So portals form because of the energy in the universe. Okay. There's just the energy around them. So well meaning this that the type of energy and the amount of energy around a certain area. And again, according to the Superstitious Times, the stigma theory states that events charged with trauma, death through conflict, murder or suicide, for example, have strong emotional repercussions and can leave a dark imprint on a location. This can work in correlation with the stone tape theory, which states that ghosts and hauntings created by traumatic events could be recorded into rocks and earth like a battery. They could okay. be uh
1: huh. Stone theory reminds me of Outlander. <laughs> True. <laughs> because you go to the
0: stones. Uh huh.
1: And that yeah. energy. Such
2: a good show. It's literally a portal.
1: A, a po- it's a portal to, yeah. um, uh, to, uh, to travel time. back in time. To, yeah, exactly. exactly. Travel back in time <laughs> um, before and after. I know, I'm sorry. I'm trying to make a stone with my hands. You're doing great. <laughs> but yes, yeah, sorry. No,
0: exactly, correct. Um, so let's see. They can be accessed and replayed under the right conditions, just like an Outlander. An example of the stigma theory is Bobby Mackey's Music World, located in Wilder, Kentucky. It was a former slaughterhouse where thousands of animals were killed and the waste was washed into a licking river. It could generate negative energy. And combine that with the alleged murder of a young woman named by Pearl Bryan and that Dark Mark can, in theory, amplify paranormal activity or, in the worst case, create a portal. So we'll get into that a little later. You
2: said Bobby what? Bobby, Bobby Mackey's
0: Music World.
2: Such a interesting. Good place. I've never mm-hmm. been, but it's been on a lot of uh, paranormal shows. Mm-hmm. So I'll get into oh. that later.
1: There's a Bobby McKees in National Harbor, the piano, the dueling piano ball. No, Sandy. <laughs> okay, <Wow. fine. laughs>
0: Anyway, there's a theory that portals are connected by ley lines. So ley lines are geographical lines between historic structures, prehistoric sites, and prominent landmarks taken from Wiki. (laughs) The lines supposedly connect energy points and natural energy, which is why the Mayans, Incans, and Egyptians would actually construct their buildings on these lines to harvest the natural energy they believe the ley lines provided. Given that these lines connect and give energy, it's no wonder why people believe paranormal activity is more abundant when they come across a site with ley lines because the spirits are able to draw in more energy that way, and hence the ability for portals to be created. So, when I think of this, I think of that one episode in Charmed where it explains that the Halliwell House is built on top of a spiritual nexus. And oh
2: yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm a big Charmed fan, and I was like rewatching it not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And so the Halliwell, or I should say the Halliwell Manor, um, is smack dab in the middle of a pentagram. And according to Whoa. the tra- yeah, according to the Charmed wiki page I found, the manor is connected by five essential life elements, fire from the natural hot springs, water from the San Fran Bay, earth from the Twin Peaks, wood from Kenwood Park, and metal from the Mountain Lake Park, which I don't really know how or why that's connected, but that's what the show says, and this is just fiction. Another big theory is the link between mirrors and portals. Yeah, this idea grew popular in the Victorian times. Shout out to you, Cindy, due to yeah, the rise, <laughs> due to the rise of séances back then. The best-known story for mirrors attracting spirits or demons is, can you guess it? Bloody Mary. I'm sure That's everyone. Right. Yeah, I'm sure everyone here, like obviously, knows of Bloody Mary, but just in case, I'm gonna share the story with you. So Bloody Mary or Mary Worth is a medieval witch who will appear in the mirror if you chant her name three times in a dark room with only a small source of light, like a candle, for example. I know like in middle or elementary school, that's what we would talk about. She said to look haggard and can tell you your future. But as I remember it, she could kill you. <laughs> I didn't hear no. the future part.
1: I heard something different. I heard it was um, Queen Mary, like Queen Elizabeth's uh, Mm half-sister, and not a witch. Because you know how her nickname was Bloody Mary because she killed a bunch of
0: Protestants? So that's where the legend comes from, that it's actually from her. Like, that's, like, the history of it. But, like, obviously, tales through time... Twist the story. It darkened
2: it, yeah. Right. Like became, it became more darker than what the initial like start of it was. Right. You
0: know? So it, it, it originated people, from. Then, yeah. In
2: yeah. my yeah. time,
0: then, it was
1: Queen Mary still, and then when it was yeah. your time, she turned into a witch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But
2: I feel yeah. like and then corporate like demonic rituals too. You know, people try to fucking play around with that shit. So, mm. Mm. have you guys ever done Bloody Mary?
0: Fuck no. <laughs> At it. Of course you did. I'm not surprised. I
1: was like in 6th grade, dude. I know was that. at a Halloween party. I,
0: that's appropriate. <laughs> so I found that according to the Puzzle Box Horror website, there's a belief that mirrors reflect the soul and that they must be avoided in order to prevent the soul from being lost. And, shout out to Nana, the f- Russian folklore dictates that mirrors
2: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> are...
0: All right, can I speak? (laughs)
2: I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I have a crazy fascination. I
0: know that's why I Eastern (laughs) Europeans.
2: If any booze are from there,
0: (laughs) dude. If you have a Russian accent, just send us a message so Nana can hear it. She'll no, 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 not us, (laughs) Nana. (laughs) Okay. Um, So as I was saying. The Russian folklore dictates that mirrors are an invention of the devil due to their ability to draw the soul out of the body. There is also a theory of covered mirrors to prevent spirits from passing through, but many cultures have different explanations for why mirrors need to be covered. So, Some cultures believe it's to prevent souls from being taken by those who have recently passed or to stop a corpse from looking back at you over your shoulder so that the soul of the dead will rest. It's also said that people who are sick are to avoid the reflection so as to not be put as to not put themselves at risk of dying. So that kind of reminded me, I feel like we talked about a story of some president who was looking in the mirror and he saw himself, like like his doppelganger, I think it was our doppelganger.
1: That sounds really familiar. Did we talk about who. that or did we hear that? It sounds, yeah, I feel like we spoke did, about that right? previously because that sounds really familiar. Uh huh.
2: Lincoln? I don't know. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was Lincoln.
1: Uh, Link, no, although Lincoln, although Lincoln did did like get a signal from the other side that he was going to die soon, right?
2: It wasn't his wife also into like you know like the paranormal. Like, Probably it of, was like back the, then. yeah. You know. <laughs> you know, it was a sort of entertainment back in the days you
1: know yeah well you know what I think about with uh mirrors Nana's haunting and the apartment you guys shared didn't too? you see something in the mirror
2: Stop. no that was gonna I was gonna bring it up yeah okay, let me finish let me, me finish y'all do
0: interrupts- not right. too much okay so <laughs> anyway so to kind of answer your earlier questions Cindy I specifically remember this one episode on a haunting where a new couple moved into an old home, obviously, and it was fully furnished. And I don't remember if they kept the furnishings, but I do remember that every single mirror in the home was covered in some shape, way, and form.
2: I do remember. Sorry. I remember that episode. It was creepy.
0: Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that Well, obviously, after they moved in, paranormal activity started picking up, which is very typical. And I believe that the fact that the activity started was it was because of the mirrors being portals and many spirits were passing through their home. But I can't remember if it was the same mirrors they kept from before they bought the house or not. But either way, they had activity going on and it was connected to the mirrors. So the reason why I chose portal specifically was because I was thinking about this episode. It's it's stuck with me for so long. And I've been wanting to just do an episode on Portals. So I mentioned earlier Bobby Mackey's Music World. And I'm going to go a little bit into it because there's a lot of history there. So today, Bobby Mackey's Music World is a well-known nightclub and was featured on Ghost Adventures. But before it was Bobby Mackey's, the building was actually many different things. And it has a very dark history. To start off, in 1850, it served as a slaughterhouse and there was a well dug in the lowest part of the building and it was used to hold the blood and guts and waste from the animals. There was also speculation that once the slaughterhouse closed down, satanic cult activities would take place around the out well, which honestly is no surprise. And it's also speculated that these Cults would sacrifice animals as well as humans for their rituals. I mentioned earlier Pearl Bryan, and she was a 22-year-old pregnant woman in 1896, and her headless body was found in a field less than two miles away from the slaughterhouse. It was later found out that her boyfriend, Scott Jackson, Jackson and his roommate, Alonzo Walling, both attempted to abort the baby themselves as obviously they didn't want to have a baby so young but they failed so they I said, heard
1: this story
0: you did right it's probably yeah, it's popular it I was did. on it was on the show what did i say a haunting not a haunting um oh my god what's it called
1: it's been Ghost on a Adventures. of shows yeah. was it yeah okay so that's probably where i heard it
2: yeah it was also on um if i can remember on unsolved mysteries or something probably I think i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure well
0: maybe because i mean this mystery was kind of but um they surgically removed pearl's head and left her body behind in hopes that her identification would remain secret but they failed because they forgot to take her shoes off so she was able to be identified that way after the men got caught they were sentenced to the gallows and as alonzo was waiting he vowed to forever haunt the site of the murder forever Unfortunately, Pearl's head was never discovered, but it's speculated that Scott, the boyfriend, had also participated in satanic cults, and so they used her head for a dark ritual in the basement of the slaughterhouse. Now, moving on to the early 20th century, the building was demolished until the 1920s when a casino slash nightclub slash speakeasy was built. Um, it was built during the Prohibition era, and in 1933, a guy by the name E.A. Buck Brandy bought the building and named it the Primrose. I just find it funny that it's called Primrose, and we were talking about charms earlier. Okay. Then, <laughs> the the speakeasy was... Very popular for, I believe, like over a decade, and Cincinnati mobsters actually tried to buy the building, but when the owner, Buck, refused, a fight broke out. Um, it quickly escalated until Buck drew out a gun on one of the mobsters named Albert Red Masterson. I think that's how you pronounce it. So Buck was charged with attempted murder, and the building closed down. Then, in the 1950s, the bar turned into a nightclub called the Latin Quarter. And the daughter of the nightclub owner, Joanna, fell in love with a singer, Robert Randall. Joanna was set to wear a rose-scented perfume. It was one of the nightclub's dance hall girls. Uh, after falling in love with Robert, she planned to run away with him, but her father forbade them from being together, and so he used his criminal ways to get Robert killed. When Joanna found out, she poisoned her father and completed suicide in the basement of the building. But the craziest part about all this, besides the murders and deaths, is that Bobby Mackey's full name is Robert Randall Mackey. And Joanna's singer-lover is Robert Randall.
2: Coincidence? I think not.
1: Aw, sucky sucky now.
0: (laughs) So I'm not sure what happened after the whole Romeo and Juliet fiasco, but in 1978, the club had to be shut down due to a series of fatal shootings. But later that year, a young old country singer by the name Bob and Mackey bought the building and turned it into a music hall. Now with so much dark history behind it, there's bound to be paranormal activity. Many employees and patrons alike have experienced different activities um, in the building. I got the following encounters from um the travel channel like article so i'm just gonna say them out loud all right so stairs near the well in the old slaughterhouse have been deemed the stairs that lead to nowhere as phantom steps can be heard often on these stairs Uh, Some believe that spirits can't cross flowing waters so the rare northern current of the Licking River may be keeping the dark forces trapped inside the building. A former caretaker that lived in the apartment upstairs claims to have been demonically possessed by the spirits. His exorcism was performed in the club by a minister. A patron claims to have experienced suffocating heat, a flying trash can, and a man with a handlebar mustache repeating, Die, game, die, game. Bobby's wife claims to have been overcome by the scent of roses in the basement, grabbed around the waist, picked up, thrown down, and pushed downstairs by a force that resembled sketches of Alonzo Walling screaming, Get out! Get out! She refuses to set foot in the club again. I mean, I don't blame her. Bobby Mackey claims to not be a believer, but he did write a song entitled Joanna, about the young girl who completed completed suicide in the basement. And Bobby Mackey's friend, Doug Hensley, wrote the book Hell's Gate, which connects the events of the past with the hauntings of the present. So historic photos of Pearl Bryan match witnesses' descriptions of a headless ghost dressed in turn-of-the-century clothing, and photos of Buck Brandy also match descriptions of often-seen ghosts. Hot spots in the club include the spotlight room and catwalk over the stage, the well in the basement, the old china room, and the platform area near the kitchen. People have also claimed to see ghosts in the big pitted mirror Mm -hmm. in the main room. The club manager claims that on several occasions she would go through the club and make sure everything was turned off and closed down for the night. Then, hours later, she'd find that the bar lights were on, the front doors were unlocked, and the jukebox would be playing the anniversary waltz, even though the jukebox was still unplugged and did not contain that song. Another club employee has seen a dark, very angry man behind the bar and a spirit who called herself Joanna. She would often speak to him and leave the scent of roses in her wake. Whew! So that was more so research and like campfire and one type of thing. But I figured with so much history behind this club, it was just something I really wanted to share. And it's claimed to be a portal to hell because of all this shit that's happened there. I believe it. And then obviously Ouija boards, like you said before, like, do I really need to explain it? <laughs> they're, they're literally built to speak to, Spirits and people who do not properly use Ouija boards or properly close them leave a way for spirits to come through to this realm. So what you just said
1: right now reminds me of a story that is could be a pretty really good uh, campfire tale. Uh, Basically, it's a story about a paranormal hunter's daughter that she wrote and. She actually gives an advice, a word of advice, saying that, like, it doesn't even matter if you end, put end Hmm. on the Ouija board. Like, you've already opened it. Very true. Most likely something will come through. Yeah. And, you know, regardless if you end it or not, you know, it's done.
0: Yeah. Which is, like, even scarier. (laughs) I mean, I believe it because there are, like, demons, for example, and spirits with very high energy that are able to come through either way. Right. It's, a, it's like, I'm not putting up a mirror expecting to open a portal, but here we go. Depending on the energy around you, for example, as well, like if you're in a spot where it's a freaking connector, like the ley lines, let's say, you're allowing the spirits to gather more energy that way. If you're using a board, for example, it doesn't even matter, like you said, if they close it properly, because if they have enough energy to come through and they're able to, they're going to.
1: One other thing that I read was um, people consider psychedelics being another form mm-hmm. of portals. True. You know, like how many times do people say, oh, you know, I saw some crazy shit while right. <laughs> was on acid? <laughs> or is acid a, a psychedelic?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. I don't
2: need be getting tripped out. Know. Why do you think all these. Famous painters be on some shit and be, like, creating some crazy shit. It's like, what the fuck did you just see? True. Yeah.
0: No. That reminds me. Oh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Netflix show The Good Place. But it reminds no, me. No, I've
1: heard of it, though. What's it about?
0: Um, It's about this girl gets sent to heaven. But she soon finds out that she was accidentally mixed up with the same person. With this, with a person with the same name as her, who like, they both died the exact same time, but instead of her going to heaven, that girl went to hell. And this girl who ended up in heaven by accident was supposed to go into hell. So now she tries to um, become a good person so she can stay in heaven. And, like, a whole bunch of other stuff, but I don't want to ruin it. So it's a really good show. If... <laughs> Honestly, it took me a while to finish because I feel like it was one of those shows where I would get really into it and then I would kind of just like, eh, like, lag off and then get back into it. And then I'm so happy that I got back into it because, like, it has a really good ending. I think it's like three or four seasons. I definitely recommend it, but... uh, I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah. So a part of the show is funny because it says that this guy was tripping on some sort of drugs. I think it might have been acid, actually. And he found out that... The way to get into heaven is through a point system. And so after his trip, he starts like living his life according to the point system. So he's able to get into heaven. And so, for example, like you just said, that's what it reminded me of. Like some people take drugs and they see things. And it could be a portal, because my man saw a way into heaven. And it's like people it's also like that thing when people pass and or not past, but, like, um, they momentarily die, and they see, like, a tunnel. The, the light. light yeah. yeah. And then they get resuscitated, and they're like, oh, like, I just saw the end. So can life. that light, that
1: tunnel light, be a portal? Yep. That's a theory as well. Ah. Mm-hmm.
0: Look at mm-hmm.
1: us. Yep. Just living in That's why I'm
0: like, I'm going down the rabbit hole. I can't.
1: Yeah. I can't. So- See how we can easily do
0: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my research. I've been waiting to talk about portals for a while because they're like really cool, but also
2: scary. That was really good, sissy. My God, job, sissy. Yes, that's can it I for go me. Next? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yay. Okay. All right, Nana. <clears throat> so let me just bring up the title. Okay. <clears throat> the title. The story is. My experience with a haunted mirror. There's a reason why I picked this one, by the way, guys. So I'll get later. Later on, I'll get into that. I'm going to start this post by saying I'm an an empath. So I can pick up on energy in rooms and have always been sensitive to ghosts. A while ago, when I was living at a relative's house, I started dealing with some very bizarre energy at night, mainly in the master bedroom. Shadows would move around a lot, and I would hear whispers in my ear frequently. Before going to bed, while I was laying in bed, I actually had to sleep in a different room to get away from it because it would get very angry whenever I was sleeping in a specific room, and I would wake up with a bizarre, with bizarre marks on my body. Mm-hmm. I am not sure if it was a if it was a shadow person, a ghost, or a poltergeist. More specifically, that I was dealing with, but whatever it was, it was very hostile. I lived there for about a year and ended up moving into a new apartment right before the pandemic started. Things were pretty normal here up until the last two weeks. I could feel something getting tenser in the air around here, but didn't think much of it. Then, I was startled awake by a grown man standing next to my bed, that I had never seen before, who I believed wanted to harm me. It took me three hours to calm down after that because it was so realistic. He was standing between me and my mirror. I blinked a few times and he vanished, but that scared the hell out of me. So I started researching online and it turns out that mirrors next to your bed are a big no-no because they can act as a portal to the other side like what you had. had that same mirror next to my bed in the old house where this activity started occurring the first time i'd seen many shadow people before since i was a kid but this is the first time i had seen someone that was so realistic i actually checked my apartment over after to make sure there wasn't an intruder as a precaution i am going to throw away the mirror I have also placed black tourmaline and many other protective crystals around my apartment, and put some salt down in my room. But even moving the mirror to another location has seemed to lighten the energy in the bedroom ter- tremendously. Hoping to completely clear out the apartment of whatever it was in the next few weeks, and I will never place a mirror next to my bed ever again. And that is my story. That's guys. right
0: i honestly that's also something i forgot to mention in my research but i read you're not supposed to put mirrors anywhere near you when you're sleeping
2: oh i was surprised you didn't bring it up yeah i I totally
0: forgot like it just like i've heard that too i'd like Mm -hmm. slip my mind and like when i was again when i was doing the research i would like i would like get into it and i would be like too Mm -hmm. i'd have to like reel myself back and i would have to take breaks
2: (laughs) I always found it as, like, a negative thing. Like, oh, my God, that's a portal. You're in the of the portal in your room, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I had a mirror in my bedroom when I lived with you, and I remember, at the apartment. Yeah. Back in Gaithersburg. And I had my own fair share, which I've, you know, said before in a previous um, episode. Mm-hmm. But um I did my own little research, guys, and I found some cool, interesting stuff that... It's actually could be not just a negative thing, but also like a positive therapeutic thing. Oh. So I want to share That's with you interesting. Guys. I've never First heard of like a positive thing except for right? showing your image. Right. It just depends on the culture, too, and I guess the individual and how you were raised. But I found my information from Impeccable Nest Design. I know the name's funny but like I just thought it was something cool and interesting that I've never even like heard of read about so obviously like I stated it states about how like why it's bad to have a mirror facing you know your bed the spiritual meaning um is like I said connection to the portal oh my god ghost etc but the positive thing and quote quote this is what they say According to the principles of feng shui, which is an ancient Chinese practice. I was just healing. going to mention that, Nana. I was going yes. s- to really? I swear,
1: I, I didn't think you were going to like go into that. But I was like, I wonder if another positive is feng shui. And, and and then another positive, I was like, people that want to put their mirror in front of their bed to watch themselves bang, but that's neither here nor oh. there. Feng <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Shui was like my first, my first thing I thought. Yeah. Okay, proceed.
2: So, yeah, the practice um, focused on creating harmony in one's environment. Having a mirror facing your bed is believed to bring bad luck, but according to some beliefs, having a mirror facing your bed amplifies positive energy and reflect love, joy, and prosperity back to you. This belief is based on the idea that mirrors have the power to enhance or magnify energy in a space. When placed strategically, strategically, strategically <laughs> they can create a positive flow of energy throughout the room. In, fang, in fang shui, a practice, oh my God, feng shui, a practice Wait, originating shui. from ancient China, as I mentioned, mirrors are considered powerful tools for redirecting energy in a space. Uh, when placed in the right location, a mirror can reflect light and positive energy, making the room feel brighter and more inviting. Um, it is beli- it is to believe that when a mirror is face faces the bed, it reflects the positive energy and creates a sense of harmony and balance in a room. And I can kind of see that, guys. Personally, because like for me, for like with my, with my bedroom, I love to have like the natural lighting mm-hmm. um, if I'm in the mood for it and like the mirror sometimes like the sunlight bounces back from the mirror and like right. i don't know it's just so like ah oh, like you know what i mean and you have some nice candles absolutely well, yeah, i feel me. like
1: mirrors can make the space feel even bigger i don't know if you yeah. guys remember but like in the house that you guys grew up in um do you remember in our living room there was a mirror like yeah. on one side of the, like the one side of the wall and it made the space look even bigger yeah. so i see how like that can help as
2: well yeah so i read that that was very interesting because i i always you know i was raised you know with mom and you guys was like oh my god don't have your mirror's face in your bed the portal so it's bad luck so it
1: also I, i'm like totally also, in feng shui yeah,
2: yeah i was gonna say like
0: it just depends on the energy you're giving out into the world as well yeah. like you know what i'm like when you're hanging out with people and you can tell like somebody's like vibe is off, you're like, Ugh, your vibe is like bringing down everybody else's Absolutely. mood. Like it's mm-hmm. the same thing. It just depends. Yeah. Like what, en- whatever energy you give out into the world is what you receive back in that moment.
2: Exactly. Right? Yeah. I do agree.
1: I had, um, someone like a coworker, um, help me out with spacing in my office. She is a white witch And, you know, she came to my hotel and was, you know, checking up on me. And I was like, I'm stressed. And she's like, "Uh, that's because her office is completely off. (laughs) She's like, first, here's a crystal. Second, let's move some shit around because the feng shui is completely off here. And we did that and it felt better. Maybe I felt better because of like she did that and I believed it. Right. But um, I don't know. I do believe in it. And I mean, then, when I was doing space planning with my seniors mm-hmm. at my job, um, you know, I read upon feng shui and how, yeah, you know, the pros and cons and how I can incorporate it with space planning.
0: Yeah. That's what I feel like I need to be better at. First of all, I don't know how to, like, interior decorate for shit, okay? I don't know how to decorate for anything, and the spacing I do is not good either, like, I have to get other people's input, which kind of, sometimes I'm like I'm like very stubborn. I'm like no, I want to do it myself. But one, I don't even do research, and two, I'm just like eh, whatever, like literally just throw shirt wherever. So you just can, explain yourself to exactly, agree. exactly. I know myself. I'm aware of it. But at least now, like that, I'm aware of it. Like I'm, I do more. I do more planning ahead and thought because the space your space is so important on how you feel because when the apartment is here is messy i'm like oh i feel gluh. but when it's nice and clean and like the bed is made it makes me feel so much better
1: therapeutic yeah it goes back to like those people that make their beds every morning first thing in the morning Like how it just makes their day go by so much better. Like they're more productive, they're in a better mood. Have you ever heard of that?
0: Yeah, that's me. I actually feel like sometimes I prefer my bed to be messy when I get home. That is so your personality. Yeah, it just depends. It just depends on the day. It depends on what day I'm kind. I'm like kind of having, but i like i like the a little messy because i'm like i can't go right into bed and i jump in and then and then i make it later yeah.
2: i know that feeling though like if i don't have time and i'm like lazy in the morning don't fix my bed yeah but i'm like okay i have nothing else to do in the evening when i'm home from work and i yeah. sit in my bed i'm like i didn't get to jump in yeah my it just looks so messy. cozy and comfy you get wrapped up in a burrito mm-hmm. and you're uh-huh. like, oh. mm-hmm. a
1: little yes.
2: wiggle butt you're like yes
1: yes Rubbing I your feet together. have time to like make my bed in the morning. Usually, I mean, I I'm I do have time, but like I don't make the time now. Now that I'm jobless,
0: I'm, yeah. I yeah,
1: when I do it, and it's like it's really nice. That's like one of the things I really wanted to do. Typically,
0: yeah, Booze. If you don't know, if you haven't seen her Instagram or TikTok, Cindy lost her job because she decided to touch a haunted doll. And ruin her vibes. Just kidding. I I don't know if it was haunted. What
2: are you doing? I was so like, ugh. embarrassed. (laughs) Well, it it was.
1: Chris got baptized on the Sunday, and we got the family together. Um, That was Sunday, August thirteenth, and we went to the Wayside Inn in Shenandoah, Land, Virginia, and. It was a very haunted place. You Mm -hmm. can check out our Instagram and TikTok where we talk about it and we did a video on it. Um, But yes, I touch a doll. A creepy (laughs) one. And the very next day, I find out that my company, the company I work for, um, did not receive a funding that they were anticipating. And so they closed all their offices Mm -hmm. and... um, yeah, I got laid off. So whether it was the doll or uh just bad financial decisions, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> we definitely, don't know.
0: It's just a funny coincidence because you know better than to touch creepy looking stuff and you still did it.
1: Listen. I had. I felt like it was Sunday. We just went to church. I was very. We were your husband just got
2: baptized. Your husband, my husband yes. got just baptized. Got baptized. So you're like this I was is my perfect opportunity. Family. Girl, to your
1: husband
0: shit. got baptized. Not you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I had my side of the family, his side of the family. There, it was nice. I felt protected, protected, and then I touched the doll. I, I still. We still had a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was day, great. Just yeah, but that. That happened. Um, but yeah, if anyone wants to check out Wayside Inn, I I recommend it. Um our own mom felt vibes there, but she's also, you know, very exagerada. You know, mom's a little she exaggerates
2: yeah. a little extra.
0: Yeah. But I definitely recommend it. It's it's super cute and yeah. looking. And the the waitress told us that the chef experience is like different um, paranormal activity, especially at night. She said there was a little girl named Molly there, too. Yes, that's
1: right. Molly haunts it. And then I also when I was doing like research on the place, when I created the TikTok video, uh, I wanted to provide some background on the place that we visited. And uh, the the innkeeper stated that housekeeping has experiences, things, a lot of the kitchen staff, but the actual like kitchen um, where they, you know, cook all the food is super haunted but where we were standing where the doll is is the old servant's kitchen
0: which is really um active as well yeah well that's what you get for touching a creepy looking doll Anyway, all right cindy go ahead with your campfire tale for the night sure so this one
1: is called portal in the woods hi all i have a story to tell from when i was a young kid I'd say this occurred around 2006 to 2008. I haven't told many people about this because it's absolutely insane, but it happened, so here it goes. My mom and I went camping in the woods of northern Wisconsin. When we arrived to the campground, we were the only people there, which was weird by itself, sure. Everything went semi-normal until our tent filled to the brim with spiders, and we ended up sleeping in the car. It was about two to three in the morning and I was wide awake because I was just restless and I almost paranoid. Someone was out there in the woods. Mm. I looking out the left rear window, I saw a large portal opening. I couldn't believe my eyes, so I pinched and slapped myself to make sure I wasn't dreaming. I definitely wasn't. I could feel it. As I watched the portal get larger and wider, and in total, about seven to eight feet tall. A bluish green, almost like Rick and Morty are rock and clean. Stop. Sorry. I don't know what that
0: meant. Oh my god. I was literally just about to say this sounds like Rick and Ricky Morty. It's a cartoon show where this, this guy is a scientist and he literally has like a a device, like a little handgun thing that creates portals and he, he can go like through different dimensions and worlds. Stop, that is so funny.
1: Okay, well, this person must be like your age. Immediately (laughs) after I, I woke up my mom to see if she could see what I was seeing too. She did and freaked out a bit and said, don't move and be quiet. I saw one humanoid figure come out with a lantern. He looked around and then gestured to the others to come out. I would say five to six people came out, almost in an Amish Mennonite sort of clothing. They all had lanterns as well. They gathered around each other and seemed to talk. Then one by one, they all entered the woods in a single file line. The first man to walk out of the portal was the one to go back in the portal. After he got in, the portal closed. And we watched the humanoids walk into the woods until we couldn't see their light anymore. My mom immediately started the car and we left in complete silence and silent the entire entire car ride back home to Illinois. Ever since then, my mom and I have been an avid believer of the paranormal and aliens. I am wondering if anyone has ever seen anything like this before or experienced it before because I know this sounds absolutely insane, but I swear it happened.
0: That's... That's so it. crazy. Okay, so
1: let me let me just say, I would have immediately turned on my car and got the fuck out of there when there were spiders all over my shit. All Heck, my shit. What?
2: I, <laughs> I thought that was
1: it. There. I'm not sleeping in my car. There are spiders out there. Enough spiders okay. to get on my
0: shit. Yeah, no, no, no. I can't no, sleep no. in it.
1: Done. No, oh, nope. no, I'm done. no. Why am I going to sit there in my car for the spiders to come in my car? Yeah, yeah I'm gone. This ain't no fucking the Harry Potter scene. I wouldn't even. I would have seen left the tent. I would have left the tent there. I would have left the tent. All my shit sure would have been. They could have used yeah. it. The Mennonites, aliens, ghost <laughs> things, whatever. They could have used that joint because I would have been gone. I wouldn't have ever ever seen them. I would have been out. Agreed. There. So, yeah,
0: nah.
2: <laughs> it's I funny brought, that I'm glad we're on the same page.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally. This
2: was a good episode, guys. I was actually really excited. And Cindy, that story you just told, I was about to tell it too.
0: Are Shut you up. serious?
2: That's so funny. Mm-hmm. It was, like, my second one. I was like, oh, just in case, if I'm, like, in the mood, I'm like, maybe i <laughs> That's the second funny. one.
0: <laughs> I really I mean, Anna, enjoyed this topic. I'm sorry, maybe because I picked it, but this was one of my favorites.
2: Oh, yeah, you're really into really
0: it, Andrea. Really I know, because I've been waiting to do it. Y'all know I don't like research. I know.
1: <laughs> it's okay, but you did a really good job. Thank no you. one will be able to tell. Nana, do you want to uh, tell everyone about our
2: info and how to reach us yeah um so if you want to listen to our oh so amazing podcast you could um, check us out on apple podcast and spotify um for all these fun amazing videos and photos and our 411 info all that good stuff check us out on instagram uh we also have a tiktok um, and facebook yes Um, Please email us if you have any amazing stories. Um, Please rate, review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We just love seeing what you guys have to say. And please tune in for next episode. Looking forward to it.
0: Yes. Next episode, 42 Campfire Tales. Until then, we will see you later. Bye. Bye,
1: guys. Bye. Adiós y Y vaya con Dios.